The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. another episode of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. And today's question comes from Erica in Chicago. Have you been to Chicago recently? Oh, I go to Chicago all the time, actually. All the time? Yeah. I, go, I mean, I do a lot of speaking, so I go, I've been to Chicago. I went to my first Cubs you game. You mean you go to O'Hare or you go no, to Chicago? No, I go into the city. Oh, usually, okay. if I'm speaking gigs, it's oh, usually in the town. Yeah, game. I went to my first yeah. Cubs game this year, but um, I go to Chicago a lot. Okay. Great city. So Erica's a small business owner. But she's in a bit of a cash crunch right now. Yeah. So here's her question. Hi, Jean and Elizabeth. Are there any sort of freelance gigs that I can get into right now and start making money? Most freelance gigs require about a year of work just to get a client base or good rating on a freelancer site. So if you're not familiar with freelancer sites, like you sign up, you're like, I'm a writer, I'm a video editor, I'm a graphic designer. Upwork. Yeah. Fiverr. That's yep. what two R's, right? Clear Contently. Right. There's right. a lot of them out there. Bunch of them out there. So she continues, I know it's not technically a business, but I would be working for myself and making my own hours. So that is a business. That sounds like a business to um, me. A couple of years ago, I was like on Twitter and someone that I kind of know, but not really. I mostly know her on Twitter was um, like, I need to make money fast. Like, I just need something I can do. She's like, <laughs> I babysit. Uh, she's a blogger. So she does that full time. And, you know, sometimes you're just in a cash crunch and you need more money. And I told her to look into cater waitering. Mm. So that's when you go to like, a banquet facility or something and you say like, hey, I, I can wait. I can be part of your wait staff. So then on Fridays, Saturday nights, you know, maybe a Sunday afternoon brunch or something, you you do that and you make like a lot of money per hour. I think sometimes you also get tipped out. And you're almost always a freelancer in that case, yeah. right? So that leaves your Monday through Friday, like nine to five, eight to four, whatever it is open. And then you can quickly go in and do that. And you don't really need a lot of experience for that because they're all because it's not like steady work. Sure. So they're just always trying to get like, oh, we need bodies. Um, and you do get training, so it's not like they just throw you in there and expect you know how to do that. I've never done that, but we I do have a coworker who used to do that, and he said it was great money. Mm. So that's not I mean, starting a business. No, but, but it that comes down to, to your skills, though, in a way, doesn't it? I mean, you're talking about with people with no experience. I mean, if you've got, if you do have a skill, I mean, if you have some bookkeeping background or accounting yeah. or uh, some type of say, graphic design or something, um, you know, then you go you go to any company. And and ask them right away, you know, if they need any extra work done in a short term oh, basis. Oh, as opposed you know, to going to a to like a freelancer site okay, or anything like you're that. You're missing out on getting those ratings. So what do you do? Like, let's say mm. you sign up on Fiverr or that, Upwork, Upwork. You know, you could just solicit companies on your own if you want to do that. I mean, yeah. people do that a lot. People put their, you know, you could advertise for yourself out on things like Craigslist as well as listing yourself on those. So how would you feel sites. about that? Let's say someone emails you probably via LinkedIn and they say. Gene. I'm a marketer. Yeah. Do, do you have any work I'm looking for like a three month gig to do this or that or whatever? Um, I, I said, well, let me see your resume. And I'm like, oh, this person's got some skills then depending on the timing and depending on my needs. And yeah. that, that's something that I would so consider doing. you wouldn't doing. be put off by that? No, I wouldn't be put off by that at okay. all. The um, biggest thing that, you know, the, the, the beauty of it right now of where we where the, the era that we're living in is in the sharing economy. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like, 
Uber, for example, or Lyft. You know, they're, they're all freelancers. You want to be a, you know, you want to make some quick money, and hopefully, if you have a car. Sign up with yeah, Uber or Lyft and drive around. Proven. Uber and Lyft, like the wear and tear on your car and the gas money, it ends up not being worth it. Well, that depends. That's a whole other conversation we can have about whether it economically makes sense. Clearly, you know, there are many people out there who believe that it does because they're driving for these companies. And so and it's quick freelancing money. I mean, you know, you sign up and pass yeah, whatever requirements. You, I mean, I don't think they're looking at the long game, though. I mean, well, this we, this person here just wants yeah, a short term thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could do this short term with Uber and Lyft. Same thing if you have an asset like property or something that you want to rent out maybe um oh, put it on airbnb that's a good idea yeah and then you can you know you can make money that way um other ways that people like make money believe it or not is you walk around your house and see stuff, stuff and just sell stuff <laughs> on ebay because that takes the reason why not everybody does that is because it's still a pain yeah you still have to like you get everything set up on ebay and take photos craigslist. and get whatever and yeah, craigslist yeah, yeah. and then you gotta ship it out or whatever it's not like it's and th that puts a lot of people off and that's why everybody doesn't do it but it's certainly yeah. um something to be done and by the way when you talk about freelancing people hold garage sales you know i mean you could be going neighbors on the street and saying i'll tell you what you know over the next 90 days uh, i'm going to set up a site on ebay and sell some old stuff and i'll sell some of your old stuff as well yeah. you know what i mean so it, it's like everything you want to if you want to put the effort out that's what you get back. Yeah. But the, it, listen, in this world, Elizabeth, nothing is easy. I mean, you know, every, you know, all good things take time and take some effort. So it's not yeah. like you can just snap your fingers and say, hey, I'd like to go out and just make some money over the next 90 yeah. days. I mean, it, it, there is some effort that's going to be involved. So if you've got skills, that will definitely help you. Um, if you want to sell something, you can do that as well. Or jump into the sharing economy. Be a dog walker. What's yeah. the name of the dog walking site? Um, WAG. Yeah, it's a wag. Yeah, yeah. Home. Sign up there and you make some quick bucks doing that. Um, another, if you do have uh, Monday through Friday open, mm -hmm. which I, I kind of have a feeling that Erica doesn't, and that's why she's asking this question. Mm -hmm. But if you do, you can always sign up with a temp agency. Sure. Because I used to do that when I was in New York and I was like super poor and like in between jobs. Um, and I actually, I was thinking when you're talking about like looking around your house and selling stuff, I once sold my kitchen table so I could make rent. Did <laughs> you really? Like, wow, yes. you really were poor. Yes. Good Lord. Because I was like a 23-year-old living in New York. And wow. Like not getting help from my parents. Right. I wasn't asking them. I'm sure they would have been like, oh, I'll help you. But yeah. Yeah. So um, Our daughter's selling her furniture. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe we can like, give her a hundred bucks. Jeez, this poor girl. Uh, I hope they don't listen to this. Yeah, they're going like, to feel terrible when they hear this. But no, it was fine. I didn't need the kitchen table. And honestly, it was taking up so much room in my tiny apartment. And like, no one needs a kitchen well, table in their yeah, 20s. Clearly, you couldn't have friends over because you couldn't buy the food. Yeah, you don't have any no, money. No, no. You have people over. You just, everyone brings the oh, takeout. Um, anyway, <laughs> believe me, I wasn't like, you know, in dire I mean, no. I was. But anyway, I was between jobs. And because um, I was finding myself, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And um, I went to a temp agency and I couldn't believe how much they paid per mm. hour. Some of them were like $25 an hour, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I ended up going, getting to go into like a bunch of different companies. I ended up getting a full-time job that I loved out of that. It's great. Now, don't forget you had skills. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're college educated. You had, you know, so all that, not, that not plays really. into it. I was a political philosophy major, Gene. I really didn't have any Please. skills. Fordham is an excellent university. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I think that's what it comes down to is that, you know, if you do have the skills to do it, temp agency is a great idea. Taking advantage of the sharing economy, um, soliciting companies individually, going on some of the freelancing sites, Upwork and yeah. Fiverr and Guru and all that. There's, there's plenty of opportunities out there to, to make money. 
And then the other thing you want to also you know, do is, you know, you have to be persistent at it. Yeah. Okay. I know that once one gig ends, well, are you going to have a dry period before the next gig comes along? So. Yeah. All right. We're going to be right back with Gene's word of brilliance. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. All right, we're back. Now I'm like kind of embarrassed about telling that story about selling my kitchen it's table. <laughs> really sad. It's really terrible. I'm telling you, man, your mom finds out about that story. She's going to be very upset. Uh, you know what it is? It's just young people. When you go to New York, you're just like so obsessed with being there that you'll do anything to stay. Hmm. And okay. I remember I had a job. If I heard my daughter did that, I'd be like beside myself. Yeah, I know. She doesn't know. I would never upset. tell my parents. Yeah. They'd be so upset. But yeah. one day, like, okay. I think I was making $400 a week. Okay. And I would run out by like, let's say we got paid on Friday. Like Friday, I would run out and I wouldn't get my paycheck until the afternoon. And once I got it, I would go to Chase Bank and like cash it out. But like for lunch, I didn't have my paycheck yet. So I had 80 cents. So I ate a Dunkin' Donut for lunch one day. And I was like, this is a low moment for me. Yeah, that actually <laughs> sounds delicious. That would be a high moment for me, actually. A Dunkin' Donut for lunch sounds delicious. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But you know what? There's a big difference between me doing that, knowing I could just run home to my mom and dad yeah. if I really needed the or help. Or somebody who's a legitimate like, Yeah, you know, like I'm, legitimate not, predicament. I'm not sitting here like crying poor, like feel bad right. for me. It's just I really wanted to make it on my own and not have to ask my parents. And if things got really dire, I would have. But I, I always that. figured out a way to like... Selling your table. Lucky, yeah. Jeez. Selling my table, which Goodness. I didn't want anyway. Right. So, Gene, hit us with your word of brilliant. Webinars. One word again. Wow. Webinars. Okay. So there was a recent report that came out by our friends uh, that we all know as business owners go to meeting, right? They, yep. They're like a big, you know, they host a lot of webinars. Anyway, you know what they did? They, 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 it was report like their 2017 big book of webinar stats. I guess you can Google it and find it. We can put a, a link to it in the show notes. Um, and, and these guys, they, they looked at like something like 350,000 webinars conducted on their site um, among like 16,000 customers of theirs. And um, I wrote about this recently. It's a good topic to address about you know, what it takes to put it. A lot of businesses do webinars. It's a very important, yeah. you know, important thing to do. So, so the first question I'm going to ask you, I'm going to quiz you, Elizabeth, okay? What do you think is the most popular day for doing a webinar? Tuesday. Thursday. Okay. Thursday's the day. Why? Is the, who knows, okay? It's just Thursday. That's just what it is. It I turns out Thursday like, is the popular day. Thursday, everyone's like, I'm so done with this. I like, think, well, no, I, I think I'll just zone out and watch a webinar. <laughs> yeah. And it's a Tuesday. I'm still like, Tuesday, I'm still in, into the work week right now. I'm still a little bit focused. Tuesday's By Thursday, the most like, popular day for meetings. Yeah, so maybe that's why people are. So anyway, yeah. so if you're going to do webinars, you want to focus do on, it on Thursday. Thursday. My right. next question to you is, what do you think is the most popular time for a webinar? 2 p.m. Well, it's between the hours of 12 and 3 p.m. So Eastern right. time. I'm you right. are right. Eastern time um, is the most popular time. For Sorry for all you guys on the West Coast, um, but it's between 12 and 3, and uh, that way it brings Well, them that's on. because it's like late morning <clears throat> for them. Or, it is. Yeah. Uh, whereas with here it's lunchtime. So anyways, if you're going to do a webinar Thursdays and between the hours of 12 and 3 are the most popular times. Okay. And finally, what do you think is the most popular length of a webinar? An hour? 
Yes, very good. 60 minutes. Now, I would have thought differently. I mean, I, as somebody who has ADD, I can't stay focused on anything before I get you bored. You were going to say I'm like a half an 30 hour. 30 minutes. Like, that's yeah. all I can sit in one place to watch but a I webinar. But I feel like for the investment of giving, so, all right, if, I'm assuming everyone who's listening has seen an ad for a webinar, but you typically, you have to give them your name and where you work right. and your email address. For me to like type that all out, like it needs to be 60 minutes. Like I want to see that people are like, they've done research. They're going to give me some good content here. That's so you're, you're absolutely right. And the public does agree. They, they're speaking to you, Elizabeth. Now that's why I'm in marketing. Well, they found that 60 minute webinars attract 2.1 times the attendees than just a 30 minute webinar. And guess what? A 90 minute webinar, 90 minutes attracts even more people. It attracts uh, 4.6 times the amount of attendees that would sign up for a 30-minute webinar. So, yeah, that, that much more sense. popular. Because you're giving up your information. You know they're going to come to try to like market to you again. It, yeah, so. 90 minutes. And so, I would think 90 minutes. Who was like sitting online for all of that? It turns out that that's that's and I would have thought it would have been something different. When you do a webinar, are you like, this is going to be 10 minutes? Like, no, <laughs> no, no. Our webinars, there were 30 minute webinars, they're oh, training okay. webinars. And maybe I need to change that and maybe make them a little bit longer. The other thing I want to say it did not come up, but I'll, I'll leave you with also this point. Uh, anecdotally, but we do a lot of webinars in my company and I participate in a lot of webinars with other companies. I have found this trend that the old school webinar where like some somebody's droning on and showing PowerPoint slides yeah. is 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 moving away more towards discussions on webinars where yeah. you have like a, a panel on it and you're and it's more like a podcast yeah i've noticed that too yeah where so like instead of it just being the webinar or the presentation we're going to have a topic whatever it is and then there's two or three people that's on it and you're talking yeah and I, and I see that the trend is also that less slides it's not even so much a webinar anymore like people you get the di- the audio number and you can dial in if you're around driving around you can listen in yeah just because it's that's what you would do with a and podcast then they usually if you sign up for a webinar typically they'll send it to you afterwards yes because what i do is or they'll archive it yeah i'm like oh that's such a interesting topic i'm going to sign up and then you know someone schedules a meeting at that time of course and you can't make it and remember um also if you're going to do your own webinars that you know it doesn't make a difference who comes right webinars are lead generation activities so if you have 50 people that signed up for a webinar and only 10 people actually attended don't feel bad you got 50 leads out of it and then you archive it and trust me you'll get a few hundred other people actually watch that as well an episode about webinars i have so many thoughts on webinars okay great all right book it okay we'll do one in a couple weeks sounds good all right that's going to do it for this edition of the small biz ahead podcast and we'll talk to you in a couple days Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.